to the Chiropractic United podcast for October 15th, 2013. This podcast is brought to you by CBP Seminars to see how a chiropractic biophysics technique can help improve your practice as well as your patient's overall health and spinal structure. Go to idealspine.com. And also by Dr. Fred Domenico of Elite Coaching to see how Dr. Fred can help bring your practice to all new heights. Go to elitecoachingllc.com. And finally by PostureCode, developers of the X-ray analysis system known as PostRay, as well as the award-winning Posture Screen mobile app, available in the iTunes App Store as well as the Google Play Android Store. For more info, go to postureanalysis.com. All right, Dr. Fred, take it away. Okay, people out there in podcast land, welcome to Chiropractic United, October 15th. I'm uh, Dr. Fred, who am I? Dr. Fred DiDomenico of Elite Coaching. We have my partner, Dr. Joe Ferentelli the Posture Co. And we are fired up tonight because our guest tonight, Dr. Fred Schofield, literally Fred, I mean, you, you have been doing this for decades. You're an amazing leader. You're on all the stages, well-respected. You have an amazing history in chiropractic, and you're still charging. So uh, all due respect, give him a standing ovation in your house. Thank you very much. All right. And uh, great for being with us, Fred. Well, thank you, Dr. Fred. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> this conversation will go easy. Won't it? We all have the same, almost all have the yeah, same name. Yeah, it'd be great when I say, uh, okay, Fred, and you guys don't, you both answer at the same time. <laughs> nice. Hey, well, you know, um, I mean, you helped me out so much. I can get into that. But first of all, I think the main thing for our listeners is to really find out uh, who you are, what inspired you in chiropractic. Give us a little bit of your history. And uh, let's just pick it up from there. Okay. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Well, I just want to let you know that I did work this evening. So uh, uh, that's always exciting to do. It's still in the game. Uh, the game started a long time ago. I was raised in Cape Town, South Africa. My father was a medical doctor and a wine farm farmer. Uh, he ran one of the largest practices in the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, as a medical doctor, saw about 700 patient visits a week, which is unbelievable for a medical doctor. Wow. And my dad, uh, people loved this guy. And this guy was awesome, except he could never help my low back pain. And so I suffered. I was kicked in the back in rugby. Pretty good little rugby player, I must say. I wasn't bad. Played. Yeah, a bunch of attitude. <laughs> yeah, I had a little bit of that, too. <laughs> and uh, I, I was kicked in the back at 14, and I just played. And there was a little, a few things that happened along the way. Our high school had about 10% of the chiropractors in the whole of Africa. 10% came out of high school, came out of one, one guy who got into it in the 60s, and he had this knack of sending guys uh, getting people well and uh, adjusting them. And still practices today. Nice. Uh, Dr. Roy McCullum played rugby at Palmer. And we played just so serendipitously and just synchronicity-wise. We play, went to the same high school, went to the same boarding school. And um, Roy adjusted me in 1975. And by golly, we were at the Toyota Club Championships in Durban, South Africa, and he said, I can make you stronger. 
Nice. And I go, I'm in. You mean just not lifting a weight or running wind sprints or doing anything? You can make me stronger. He goes, yep. Wait a minute, nice. speak your language. Oh, man. We went upstairs. He adjusted me. And my back pain went away after nine years. Wow. wow. My dad kept on saying, ah, it's all in your head. You're not fit enough. You're not this enough. You're not eating right. And I get, Dad, it's not, man. It's not. I, not. I can feel it exactly where it is. Many years later, I find out that I have a pseudo-articulation at L5, which came through seated lumbar x-rays, by the way. Nice. You can't see it on standing x-rays, but you can see it on a seated x-ray. That's just a little bioma, you know, biomechanical little twist in there. So anyway, I go and play professional rugby in Italy, and I brush my finger, and uh, all good things happen to people that are patient, and I am the most impatient patient person you know. <laughs> what a surprise so, after seeing you on stage. <laughs> yeah, I am quite patient. I'm a marathon runner, and uh, you have to have patience to do that. Yeah, so anyway... I go back home for, I have two surgeries in Italy, and then I go back home for my final surgery. And as I'm there, I meet a buddy of mine who we played rugby against each other, and we went to the same high school, and he just arrived back from Palmer College. His name was Steve Hillock, and God bless Steve, he just passed away about six months ago. And he said, you're gonna be a chiropractor. And he said it with certainty, confidence and conviction and I turned to a buddy of mine Tony Morse and said Tony how do you know whether to make a decision in your life he goes if it feels right on go for it I turned to Steve Elock and said I'm going for it I'll be there and that was it so I went back to Italy played rugby some more there and then suddenly I get a phone call I've been accepted to Palmer College and uh, arrive at Palmer, and my goodness, now I'm in trauma because nobody, this is 1978, Fred, nobody can tell me what chiropractic is. Wow, man. You, th you think it's bad today? <laughs> no. They went, they said, well, uh, go to this name, and they <laughs> named all the different techniques, and I, did, I said, who are, what is this Grostic? What is this Gonstead? What is this... Mm -hmm. Palmer, what, who are these guys? I said, well, they are different techniques. And so, fortunately, because I had no prejudice, I was open to everything. And the thing that I'm open to, and I still am to this day, is what works. Yeah. I wanted, not all techniques are the same. I wanted to know what worked for me. Right. And you can only sell if you're sold out on yourself. That's right. Mm -hmm. And you know, one thing, even where that spirit comes from too, Fred, is I've, I've heard you tell uh, your life story a few times. I think what's important too is, you know, you, like you say, you were so open, but you came to this country with like 17 bucks or something in your pocket. Yeah, that's a good story too, Fred. You got to tell the listeners about that. Because, you know, that's the spirit of the man. You know what I mean? Where you say, well, you're open. Yeah, you came with nothing, and you were open to just create 
you know, follow your faith, follow your intuition, and just make make stuff happen. So, Fred, we don't follow our faith or our intuition. We follow innate. Anyway, okay, so <laughs> I was so fortunate, man. I arrived in this country with $40, and, you know, I never had money to attend postgraduate. I had to study everything in school, and we came to school a long way. Cape Town, if you look at it, is in the, at the edge of Africa, and when you come across not just coming from Rock Island to Davenport. Those guys don't study anything. You come across the world to study chiropractic, you study technique. That is the only thing. If there are any students listening to this, you study an upper cervical, a lower uh, sacral pelvic technique, and everything in between, which is the biomechanical component. And I'm huge on all of that. I think if you study, and I remember an old timer telling me years ago, he said, Fred, in practice, you need a lot of tools in your toolbox. And I really don't believe the kids today, the, the practitioners today have enough tools in their toolbox. And that's when I said I was open. And what the beautiful thing happened to me, my roommate uh, Howard Fry, uh, uh, man, it was a long time ago, uh, 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 Wayne Skilton and, and Howard Fry, we had to drive him out from Davenport to L.A. He was going to Australia. And he said, man, you got to get the philosophy. You got to get this philosophy. And I said, what philosophy are you talking about? He says, you've got to get it. You've got to get the bigness of the fellow within You've got to understand, getting the big idea, understanding the bigness, the wholeness. If you don't like the word big idea, the wholeness. The wholeness idea. That means when you dissect a frog, hell, there's nothing left when you're finished with the, the dissection. You want to adjust the whole frog. You want to understand the whole picture and in psychology that's called the gestalt. You get the idea, get the bigness idea that there is the spirit of God in man. And I buy that. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not a religious fanatic. If you don't have a technique, by the way, this is what I find amazing. If you don't have a technique in chiropractic, your philosophy doesn't make sense. You can go so far, but you gotta have the technique to prove the philosophy. D.D. Palmer adjusted, and then the philosophy made sense. Yep. Do you know what? I am sold out on that because when I got adjusted and my back pain went away, I took a huge breath. And I still believe that breath came from the birth process. I went, <gasps> Oh, my God. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I always find it interesting that the, the, the mouth of God, the Hindus call the mouth of God the medulla oblongata. The foramen magnum is the mouth of God. That's where the spirit enters in. I find that interesting because the spirit of God 
represents the innate within us. And how is innate expressed in us? It's expressed through us. Mm -hmm. And how is it expressed through us? Well, through our biomechanical environment. The holograph, which is more than just a neuromuscular skeletal. What about your emotions? You know, somebody say, well, I don't believe uh, there's a pinched nerve. Really? Come play rugby and I'll give you a pinched nerve <laughs> in your neck. And then you tell me there's no such thing as a pinched nerve. That's, that's <laughs> not the biggest lot of crap I've ever heard. You get a hip pointer and you know how, that a pinched nerve exists. Yeah. And what, what was amazing was I got adjusted in a rugby tournament at Palmer, in, in actually in Kentucky, and I, I had a, a pinched, what do they call that when they uh, uh, you've got a pinching and your arm goes numb? What do they call it? A stinger or something? Yeah. I got a stinger, and my mate adjusted me on the field. My goodness. Duncan Hales, he played for the, the All Blacks. Fabulous guy. Love that guy to this day. And he adjusted me on the field, and by golly, the stinger went away. Mm -hmm. I and see. I carried on, and I finished the game, and I thought, how many guys do I know who got a stinger in high school, in wherever they played? It doesn't matter what sport, football, and all they needed to go was go to a chiropractor who knows what they're doing, obviously, gets adjusted, and the stinger's gone. My goodness, what a validation. Listen, science is never going to catch up. I was just looking at hip replacements and knee replacements. My good, They call that science. Oh, my goodness. Science would be preventing hip replacement or knee replacement. It's so crazy. It's all backwards, man. There's no science in that. The science is in the medication to knock you out for as long as you can. <laughs> My goodness. How many? So we've got a push in our clinic for knees and hips. You got any knee pain and hip pain? Don't worry about chiropractic takes care of everything. They do. Mm -hmm. But wow. Hey, you know, uh, you know, I think that was very profound what you said about, you know, technique is the application of the principle. Well, first of all, I mean, first of all, there's a bunch of principle missing, but, you know, there's a big there's a big movement right now. And guys like yourself and, you know, we just came back from the Connecticut Convention. There's a whole new generation of people coming up and you probably raised most of these guys on stage. I mean, a lot of those faces have gone through your seminars. You know, you've led these people, man, and now they're the ones up on stage getting that, bringing the philosophy back. And, uh, you know, we're, obviously, we're in the CBP and Spinal Correction. And, right. And uh, definitely, you know, you get, you also have the other end where guys get so much into biomechanics, they forget the freaking philosophy. Like, <laughs> yeah. dude, that is the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, you got nothing. The technique means nothing without the principle. Correct. And vice versa. Remember, structure leads to function, but function in the East. And, you know, the funny thing is our philosophy is Eastern philosophy. Eastern philosophy, I mean, uh, in the East, they said the body is a whole 
It's a process. There's not one cell in your being that has been with you since birth. Not one cell. Everything replicates. It just takes longer than others. Mm -hmm. But as we keep those mechanical vortexes or those lines of stress in balance, I mean, I haven't had a patient in, in 32 years who had a perfect spine, thank God. There's no such thing as perfection. There's only adaptation. Who Dynamic. said that? Yeah. Um, oh, let me see. Charles Darwin said that. Mm -hmm. uh, he said it wasn't survival of the fittest. He actually meant it was the survival of those that can adapt to their environment. Man, that is so right on. It's ridiculously how right on that is. And, yeah. you know, everybody's doing it. Do you know, Fred, that Manchester United, their players, because they play indoors and the weather in England is so... Um, what's it, cloud-covered in the winter that they play indoor, that they actually have to uh, have vitamin D treatments, if you want to call it, because their players suffer from vitamin D deficiency. Hell, the soccer teams know it. Nice. Huh? And who started that? Uh, let me see. Dr. Gonstead, mm -hmm. he always gave and said you need to take supplements you need to supplement the ligaments oh my goodness we it's it, you know it's so simple man fred you know you've been in you get into this chiropractic and, and 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 listen my wife was the greatest thing that ever happened to me if that's that was the greatest thing that ever happened to me in davenport and guess what i married a pharmacist oh oh my goodness can you believe that <laughs> I'm married to pharmacist, and let me tell you today, my wife is one of the greatest nutritionists in the world. She studied with all the old-timer nutritionists because I thought, man, I'm, in, I'm into sports. I'm a professional athlete. You know, Fred, I haven't missed a day of work in 32 years. Nice. Huh? That's great. That's incredible. That's awesome, man. But also... <laughs> I know there's a few things you can't do. You can't do side pasture uh, for long. You can do it for a while, but you, you, you're yeah. going to beat yourself up. And yeah, then, I know that yeah. pretty well. <laughs> there you go, Joe. Yeah, uh, I, I uh, tore my pack yeah. doing it because it's doing it yeah, wrong way. Yeah. Exactly. Repetitive injuries are, are quite easy in chiropractic to do. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and anyway, I, I, I was fortunate because when I got into chiropractic, Dr. Gonstead was alive, Dr. Dijonette was alive, Dr. Uh, Harrison was alive, Pettibon was alive, um, um, uh, Virgil Strang was alive, um, uh, Thompson was alive. So I learned from all, the, Tom's toughness was alive. Yep. And I learned from all these different guys. And I still am learning today. You know, I got into upper cervical and... Uh, I, I just uh, uh, glory to the universe, and you know the universe is the most amazing. You know we have problems, but I listen, listen. I come from Africa. If you think we have problems, you better not go to Africa because they have problems. Yeah. So I've yeah. always felt so blessed that chiropractic, first of all, gave us an art, and the, and I've always said this: the art is being lost because we're losing our heart which is the application of the philosophy and practice. 
and then the analysis. If you draw a triangle and at the top you say that's the alignment, you're aligned. I always find when, when I, I try and help pay, uh, doctors get through barriers, they always have conflict. There's a conflict in either their thinking, their feeling, their reactive mind, their emotions, and their physiology. There's something not congruent. And I've been talking about congruency for a long time, that if you keep that alignment, and how do you keep your alignment? Well, you keep it through discipline. You have to have a daily routine. You have to have a day uh, when you have a certain routine, not a script, because situation is about everybody's unique. See, Fred, I believe you and Joe are the most unique people in this world, but you can work together and you wouldn't have me on if we didn't have an alignment together. And there's no conflict here. Right. See? And then if you take the, the, the triangle down to the right side, you'll see there's an analysis. And the analysis is what we do. It's the science of what we do. If you don't know what you're doing, why are you doing it? Well, you don't know. And the alignment has to do with why I'm doing it. The analysis has to do with what I'm doing, the science. And then the art has to do with the heart. Do you, they, listen, I live in Phoenix, Arizona. I have a lot of geriatric patients. And I know these guys sell these $3,000 packages. Well, you try sell that to a geriatric patient who lives on a fixed income. You know what? You're not going to have any geriatric patients. And I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I like that I have 90-year-olds, and I like that I have newborn babies. And I like everything in between. And I remember Dr. Toffner saying, Fred, if you want to weather all the storms in chiropractic, don't be one-dimensional. He said, you listen. And he came from Cumberland, Wisconsin. He said, you listen to the geese. Even the geese know when to fly south in the winter. Nice. <laughs> That's great. That's right. So, hey, obviously, Fred, you got tons of purpose, man. You're, you know, you're expressing innate and, and uh, you know, so you went from practice, you formed uh, your coaching group. I mean, one of the things that uh, I, we totally respect about you is you've created some of the most high-volume chiropractors in the profession. So, like, what was your, you know, what was your inspiration? You're still doing seminars. Yeah. You know, what's what's that like, man? And and so many great relationships to the profession. So why don't you give our audience a little I, bit about that? You know, I'm like we I call myself the, the the you know, with my gray hair, I'm an Alaskan wolf, you know, and we we, we go in packs and uh, chiropractic is under threat. You know, in Australia they just threatened this, uh, I don't know if you heard that they were threatening chiropractic because a child had died, but they just, I just got an email this evening. And I coach a bunch of Aussies and they got, a, 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 they could not find the child. Now you imagine this slapped around and it's on national TV and they can't find the child. Mm. And so now they're going to have to do a retraction because the story is not true. Mm. See, the sensationalism has to stop. And we're going to have the same stuff going on here. Yep. We're going to have to stick together. And so what happened was I, I, got, I created this 
massive clinic. And I understand it's only 20, 1,200 square feet. And I thought for every foot, I could see a patient. So there's, my goal is 1,200 patients in a week. And, you know, we did that. And that's great. Uh, I'll be honest with you, not everybody can do that. Uh, very few chiropractors can do that kind of volume. Um, and I would recommend you find out who you are. And that's what we do. Susan and I are uh, just a small little company. Uh, we, don't, we, don't, we don't want like 7,000 chiropractors. We, don't want, we want to know our clients. We are very personalized. We run a mom and pop store. Mom runs the home and she runs the office and I do the work. And, uh, you know, we have two boys and a girl. Both the boys are chiropractors. And my daughter is a professional tennis player. And totally into chiropractic. You know the hardest thing we found, Joe and Fred, the hardest thing we found is to find a chiropractor who can adjust. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's a lost art. You want to double your business? If you're listening to this and you're a chiropractor, learn your art. Yes. Everybody came to us and said, what are you doing that everybody else is doing? I don't do screenings. Uh, I haven't found anybody love screenings. Mm -hmm. They may get 400 new patients in a month. You know what? Three months later, they're back to where they were. Yeah. And and I I found that there's an inner, you know, in rugby, we were taught. I was taught by one of the greatest coaches in the world. He's now, I'd love to give him an accolade, John Gainsford. Him and Tubby and HO and all these guys, you won't know them, but they were the greatest mentors for me in my life, all great rugby players. And they said, Freddie, it's the inner game. It's the inner game. You have to play the inner game. And I thought, man, that's exactly what I did. I, I went, it, our office is so organized. We were one of the first chiropractors uh, to have a, to computerize our office. And, and uh, documentation to me was everything. In fact, if you come to my office, uh, you can, uh, if you were my first patient, I'll tell you what segment I adjusted, where I adjusted, your upper angle, your lower angle, your compensatory angle, what exercise I gave you, what traction you did, I mean, the whole thing from day one. And um, I know you do that, and, and I mean, people just pushed us until my wife said, you know, that's enough, we'll, we'll meet on the weekend, they can't come to our office anymore. It was just overwhelming that uh, the, the feedback we got, there are so many you know, uh, get a purpose. And I go, get a life, get a life. Make sure your outside life drives your inside life. You know, there's this stuff going around that says, work on your practice, not in your practice. We disagree with that. Work on yourself in your practice. Exactly. Yeah. Love what you do. I mean, if you don't love chiropractic, get out. Go find something where God has said, this is what I want to do. And find, find that something that you want to do. And I just found it, uh, it just a, a miraculous. The guy who got me into school, uh, I, I talked to him every Tuesday and have done that for the last 35 years. No. But, I mean, that's, that's our commitment. You know, people, I'm not trying to compete with anybody. I don't think there's any competition. I think that's the problem with the world is that we're all competing, we're right, you're wrong. I don't believe in that. I don't think there's one technique. I think there's a whole bunch of them. And, and I like that concept. I also like that you should go and 
explore who you are. And you know what? The most beautiful self-development tool is your practice. Why? I had a patient confront me the other day. And this is after 32 years in the business, in practice. And I could take a deep breath and say, wow. He wasn't trying to quit. He was just upset. And I just said, wow, your emotions, your glandular system has been activated. And, you know, when I drew these vortexes, you call them stress lines, you know, the Mm -hmm. biomechanical Mm -hmm. stress lines, the translation lines, I think you guys call it. Mm -hmm. You know, they all follow through the glandular system. You know, I always tell it, I always say, do you remember, how how many glands are in the body? And they go, I don't know. Well, I remember Snow White and the seven endocrine glands. And they go, okay, okay, I'll never forget that. I had a kid who remembered that 23 years later came in and he said to me, I know how many glands are in the body. And I said, how many? And he goes, Snow White and the seven endocrine glands. Nice. And I thought, wow, that is friggin' awesome. Hey, that's so, cool. Yeah, and so Susan and I just started, you know, uh, a company and we didn't know there's so many chiropractors. Fred, you know, man, Joe. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys hurting out there. They just don't have a clue what's going on. And I always say, come on home. Come and learn the basics. Learn one technique and own it. And then next year, learn another one and own it. It may take you three or four years to learn one technique. You can't know it all. You can't know it all. Well, There's no no greater genius than Don Harrison. My goodness. he He was one of my teachers. Nice. Hey, well, I got to give you credit because I got out of school in 87. I showed up at your seminars in 89 and I was an independent contractor. And like you said that, you know, your power obviously comes, you taught us from inside out, which you already knew the principle, but it was congruency. You know, that's what you learned is your life has to be congruent, man. Your spirit's got to come through there with everything. And, you know, you showed us, I mean, we had the purpose but what it's like to have no limits, man, to, to, to say out of the box, I didn't even know there was a freaking box. Correct. And, uh, I mean, as, a, as an independent contractor, you know, going to your seminars every month in Phoenix and working in somebody else's office, and we busted 400 a week, and I was a year and a half out of school, and I definitely, you know, DE, going to DE and going to your seminars every month where uh, you learn that congruency and you got to stay on top of it, man. You have to be immersed in the philosophy and immersed in the principle and express it through technique. But like you said, you got to get clear with yourself. Clarity is where it's at, man. And, you, know, you know, Fred and Joe, you know, in, in practice, we use SWOT, okay? SWOT is an old rugby term, S-W-O-T. You know, find your strengths, know what they are. And then your weaknesses, know what your weaknesses are. You know, and they say, well, confront patients, you know, confront them. And I always go, you know, that doesn't swing good for a, if you want to do this for 40 years. If you confront every patient that comes in, uh, you're going to have issues. You're going to have issues in the end of confronting yourself because every yin has a yang. So if you fight all the time, you're too sympathetic. So you better come over to parasympathetic 
And I think, think when you're congruent, you can do the last A in the center of the triangle is the A for adaptation. And adaptation has to do with your thoughts, feelings, the reactive mind, the emotions, and you won't get, believe it, your physiology. Your physiology, how you carry yourself. That's why we always say, if you're going to be a professional coach, you know the funny thing is, Fred and Joe, I was a professional coach before I got into chiropractic. I was a rugby coach in, in professionally in Italy. And then they went, man, friggin' everybody's a coach today. They haven't even done anything, and they call themselves coach. Yeah. And what I, what I, and I don't knock it. It's fine. It's God bless it. It's the way everybody uses all these terms interchangeably. You know, I always think, have you found your mission? See, have you found your vision? See, a vision becomes a visionary. A mission becomes a missionary. And usually the visionary sends the missionary on the mission. And only then do you find your purpose. The vision is what Susan and I found. We found that we want to have a great family. And we have, I'll tell you, the greatest family. I mean, we get together on certain times of the year and everybody shows up. And you won't believe my nieces and my nephews show up and they want to come and hear the philosophy. And we sit down together. There's no TV. You think, well, Thanksgiving, we're going to watch football. No. All the nephews and nieces said, no football. We want to talk and we want to hear stories. And I thought, that's what life's all about. We go up into the northern tundra of South Dakota. We have a little cabin that will freeze your butt off. And, and they all get adjusted. All the nephews and nieces get adjusted. All my in-laws get adjusted. Oh, they've passed on now, but all my brother-in-laws, that's what I meant, brother-in-laws and sister-in-laws. And, and then my family, nobody gets adjusted. What's up with that? Huh? I said, what's up with that? Uh, well, uh, let's just say... Uh, you can't win them all. That's an old rugby saying. When, when you lose a game, you can't win them all. I always find, instead of trying to win people over, why don't you find agreement with people and get into congruency with them? You know, saying to a new patient, you know, stop all your medication. You know, first of all, that's that's not congruent with what I, what I do. See, I, I found out D.D. Palmer... BJ, do you know one thing about BJ, Fred and Joe? He never, they can't find in his writing where he ever condemned another chiropractor. Right. In fact, UB Logan, when he was introduced at Palmer College of Chiropractic, BJ introduced him himself, and Logan said this. He said, you know, I adjust the Atlas too. I just start from the other end. And I thought, Wow. The old timers had such respect for each other because the times were so hard. Today, we have chiropractors making millions a year. And do you know the funny things? They're not congruent. They're not happy. Right. It's incredible. It blows my mind that you could not be congruent in America when you make that kind of time. That's ridiculous. Man, get on your knees and thank God that 
innate is alive and now get humble and say, okay, now, what do I want to create? Somebody got to be doing it. And you know, success leaves clues. You just got to find out who's doing it. I found out the guys that are doing it are excited about it. How did they get excited? Were the management guys excited? Well, no. Who's excited? Well, you know what? Like you said, success. Well, you didn't say this exactly, but success without fulfillment is not success. The problem is there's a lot of guys making millions, but they don't have the passion for the purpose. They have a business. And that's friggin' miserable. That's not fulfillment. You know, it's, it's not the vibration that makes people happy. You know, and, and that, that's got to pour from your heart. You know, obviously, you've been doing this for years, man. And look at your fire and passion. You love people and you love chiropractic. And there's only one way to end up, and that's what, and success. Hang but on, total fulfillment. Fred. Fred, there's one other thing I love more than anything. I love my wife. I love my children. I love my family. But I love new patients. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to tell you, I love my new patients. They are the greatest people in the world. They have chosen me to heal. And they've chosen me as the healer. I find that so humble. Uh, it's uh, that they have chosen me to access their divine power within them. It is just magical. It's well, no wonder well. I run a referralized practice, you know, and uh, of course, finances is important today. People say, well, why aren't people going to chiropractor? Well, they're a bunch of socialists. That's why. You know, they go to the hospital, they got insurance, their co pays. Thank God they're getting up into the 30, 30, 40 co pays. It's about bloody time. You imagine when we started, their co-pays were $1 and $2, $3, and we still survived. How's that? Yeah. I have a, a travel card of a, a great friend of mine, Dr. Art McCullough, who practiced in St. Louis for many, many years and had a wonder, has a wonderful family in chiropractic, and his daughter, Dr. Kathy McCullough, they don't even know I'm saying this, but she's one of the most beautiful chiropractors in the world. And we still have his travel card where he was making $4 an adjustment. And you know what? Raised eight children on $4 an adjustment. Nice. Just shows you what wow. you can do. Yep. That's purpose. So now, uh, hey, so you've been through this. You've been 32 years, you mentioned. You're still going 1,000 miles an hour. You know, personally, this is the best time ever in chiropractic. I think it's only getting better. True. So what's, what's your vision? You know, what do you see? Well, I see that uh, the schools are doing a terrible job in chiropractic. Uh, first of all, they don't teach. Uh, I think Sherman and Life West are, are really doing a great job. The others have dropped off. Palmer is hanging on because their technique department, you won't believe it, is still one of the best because the teachers... Are un they taught me and they taught my children, which is unbelievable. Now, said that there are many other great schools. They just when if, you know and you know the yin and the yang. I'm telling you, right. Fred, watch what's going to happen. The science is going to bring the non-adjusting schools back in, and the adjusting schools are going to go out. 
And what's going to happen? I'm telling you now, we're going to see less chiropractors. But what's interesting is some of the schools are booming. Life West and Sherman had their highest enrollment they've had in 30 years. Yep. Great leaders, great principal leaders. There's a big move. Dr. Brian Kelly and Dr. Ed Cordero, the greatest, they are the best bloody presidents that I know of. Mm. And I'm not saying any, I don't know many of the others, but you know what? They stuck to the principle. Right. And, you know, here's the deal. If you teach a patient the philosophy, they'll go through to completion. If you teach them your mechanics and treat their symptom, which is not the cause of the problem, they don't follow through. That's interesting. Teach them a philosophy first, and they follow through with care. Teach them the mechanics of your, okay, we're going to fix this upper angle, we're going to teach this, and move this and move that. They don't follow through. Why? Because the philosophy gives you a why to follow through. Yeah. So there are going to be less chiropractors in the future. I'm talking chiropractors that you and I would go and get adjusted by, okay? Yeah. I'm not just saying that you got a name on your sign that says you're a chiropractor, but you can't adjust. Right. I have plenty of those patients coming to me. I go, I have to ask them, have you been adjusted? Well, uh, uh, Doc, I don't ever want to go to that chiropractor again. That's why I'm coming to you. My goodness, that is just incredible. That, 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 it, it, and, and listen, it's an opportunity for me. It's a great opportunity for us to yeah. teach chiropractic. Right. They're going to be less chiropractors, but here's the deal. They'll be they're better be, chiropractors. They're going to be more successful. They're yeah. going to be more successful. Well, and like you said, you know, we got Sherman and Life West, and, man, they're setting the trend where, you know, the schools, like you said, the schools that teach a philosophy are doing it right. The truth always wins, so to speak. And, uh, you know, the other schools that aren't doing it, man, maybe they die off. I don't know. But, you know, it can't... You know funny? You know, Dr. Fred and, and Dr. Joe, you know what's funny is that chiropractic is booming in the rest of the world. Yeah. That's what's funny. Chiropractic is booming. I'm telling you, what the Aussie chiropractors are onto it now because they, they, they came up with the wrong diagnosis on this little kid. And they blamed chiropractic, and they have no justification. Now they've got to go on the offense, and they are doing it. Nice. It's awesome. See, they can say to us whatever they want. Can they prove it? No, they can't. Right. There's not a medication that's on the market that was around when D.D. Palmer gave his first adjustment. There are tons. There are hundreds of techniques out there. Some are scientifically based, some are beyond science based. And some have no science based. It doesn't matter. They work. You know why? Because innate's on the job. That's one of our slogans. Innate's on the job, and innate will do the healing. Nice. Why? Because there is a divine, there's an innate divine power on your side. Man, if you embrace that power, you embrace that divinity within you. Listen, if you're an atheist, God bless you. Uh, I would recommend you go and uh, read some Rupert Sheldrake and find out that this mechanistic, atheistic science 
is so friggin' outdated, it's ridiculous. And he is the bomb. Our whole Schofield functional analysis is all based on Rupert Sheldrake, that there is science, of course there is, and nobody knows what it is. You know why? Because the world is in process. The world is in creation. We are creating the future of chiropractic, you and I, right now. You know, there's going to be somebody listening here, and they're going to go, man, I want to go listen to Fred. Mm-hmm. Another one's going to go, I got to go listen to Joe. Another one's going to go, I got to listen to that Schofield character. You know what? And God bless them because they'll get the truth. Exactly. Yeah. That's why you're on here, man. Deliver the truth at 100 miles an hour. No, easy. Ayrton Senna. Do you remember Ayrton Senna? He was a Formula One driver. He was killed in a car crash. He was a Brazilian. One of the greatest uh, Formula One drivers. Uh, Maybe your uh, Formula One is a Grand Prix. Maybe Mm -hmm. people don't know that. And he said one day he was driving and he said, and the car started to drive me. See? And that's what we're talking. When Inate gives the adjustment, Dr. Gonstead said, become one with the bone. And I always said, become one with the bone. And I said, become one with the joint and become one with the nervous system and then become one with the central nervous system and then become one with the medulla. And then if you realize that D.D. Palmer invented... The lever, the lever, and that lever adjustment, oh, my goodness, that's the most beautiful. You don't have to thrust. It's just the lever. What opens the door? The hinge. Is the door huge? Yeah, it is. But it don't happen if those two little hinges don't synchronize together. And the hinges take hardly any movement. The door swings hugely wide. But the lever, and when you use leverage in your life, you're using your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, and your physiology. And where do you start? Don't change everything. Don't change your office. Don't change your technique. Change your physiology. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's a big statement. That, that's got power. Obviously, everything comes from the inside out, and uh, you know that that right there is really the key, is the foundation. You know that is above, down, inside out through us. So, you know, and it's obvious, Fred, that that purpose continues to burn in you. You know, that's innate moves through you, and that's a lifelong thing. So, you know. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here. And then another thing that made a big impact in my life, going to your seminars, is I remember you speaking at DE. You know, you mentioned 1,200, but there was a day when you stood up at DE and said you saw five, you just saw 500 people a day. Right. And, uh, you know, you would say, people ask you, how many, how do you see all those people? And you made a statement that I teach to this day and give you credit for, you made a great impact in my life, and you said one at a time. Yep. Exactly. Where that's a relationship, man. You know, you, you just, you're connected to every person in eight to an eight. And, and you have, that's one thing that you do in an audience, whether you're with a patient in front of a crowd, 
is you you have your physiology at a peak state. You know, you know? what, Fred, you know what's amazing? These people say, Fred, what am I doing wrong? And I always say, well, you don't understand success because what you first do, the first thing you do is you stop commanding yourself, demanding yourself, judging yourself, and criticizing yourself. The day you criticize yourself, you'll never see anybody because you say, oh, it didn't go perfect. Well, the first time you hand out four cards, you know, I'm famous for Four Card Monday. And the four cards comes from the magical uh, book in in the Bible, and it says that the sower came to sow. And I always talk about your intention. What was your intention? But when you criticize your intention and you judge it and you demand, the research is absolutely unequivocal. The research is phenomenal. When you criticize yourself and say, what am I doing wrong? You shut the innate down. Yeah. Shut the innate down. So you stop criticizing and you start accepting. You accept yourself. You start to trust yourself. Right? And you start to work on your game plan. And I just want to carry on, uh, but just tell me when I have like a minute. I'd just like to leave you a little, a, a little something uh, when, I, when I sign off. But carry on. Well, yeah, you're yeah. changing your focus. You know, are you looking for what's wrong about you? You're looking for what's right. You know, you get whatever you focus on creates meaning in your life. That's really, I mean, that's just another way of saying, man, well, stop criticizing yourself. Look at what's great. Focus on what's great and let that expand and let the other dissipate away. Yep. You know what we say? Lose your mind and find innate. There you go. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, man. I know. When people say, hey, you're out of your mind, it's like, thank you. <laughs> That's a compliment. I'm out of my friggin' mind. Maybe you should get out of yours. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You never get referrals by not giving the love to the patient. It says, you know, if you hold your hand in a fist and you say, I got the seed, I want to know where to plant it. And you say, well, just open your hand. And when you release the seed, then the seed will be planted. You have to release and you have to give the adjustment in order to receive. And those that give, receive. Those that are controlled and judgmental and they're doing it for themselves. And I've got to have the biggest house and the biggest car. I saw another guy, some guy trying to motivate guys on uh, trying to sell seminars, Fred, the other day, and they showed me their cars. Look at my big car. And I went, hell, he don't even own that. He's a slave to the bank. Yep. And yep. I thought, wow, how much freedom is there if you just get, oh, I got the biggest house in chiropractic. I often wonder, what was Moses's, what was Moses's house like? Did you really care? Or did you care about his principles? Did it matter how big BJ's home was? No, it didn't. Did he care? No, he didn't. He cared about the quality of the philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic, which is if you can find it anywhere in any other profession, you let me know because I have checked it all out. And you know what I keep coming back to? That our intention 
our philosophy of why you're alive. Are you alive? And what are you going to do about it? Our science of how you live your life. What are you going to do? And then the art of with a heart. The art with the heart. You know, we've lost the heart of chiropractic. We've got guys who are all philosophy, others who are all science, others that are all technique, but we lost the center of the heart with his adaptation. You need all three to be a whole human being, and that's H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C, holistic, to be yourself. That's the greatest thing I, I can honestly say. Susan and I are ourselves. We live our life based on our innate connection, and we pray every morning together. It's the most awesome thing. Nice. And it nice. will build your practice. You know, and I can get into that, but I just like to, you can finish the thing and just leave me a cup, just one minute uh, when, I, when you finish. Well, you know, I think that's probably the most powerful thing right there is unity. You know, I mean, I mean, there's people that work, work, work and do this and they have to achieve, achieve, achieve. But they're, but you know what? Until you're happy in your home, you got to be grounded and rooted first. I mean, that's from the inside out. You know, that was probably the most powerful. One of the most powerful things you said today, tonight, Fred, was, man, praying with your wife like. That, that's the foundation of your whole day. That's the foundation of your whole being. Your relationship is unity at home. So you can go out in the world when you have that foundation and create anything from there. Correct. Yep. I want to leave what my teacher, uh, the Bain brothers, were some of the greatest chiropractors that ever lived. They saw about 5,000 a week. And, and Bill shared this a little thing about what is class? And so I'll just read it to you. And then I, I want to thank you, Fred, for uh, getting me on. And I, yeah. uh, uh, I'm, I'm 59 now. I'm not the youngest pup in town, but still not going away anywhere. Uh, still love to practice. And uh, anyway, I uh, appreciate you and Joe. And uh, this is what it is. What is class? Class never runs scared. It is sure-footed and confident in knowledge that you can meet life head on and handle whatever comes along your way. Jacob had it, Esau didn't. Symbolically, we can look to Jacob's wrestling match with the angel. Those who have class have wrestled with their own personal angel and won a victory that marks them thereafter. Class never makes excuses. It takes its lumps and learns from its past mistakes. Class is considerate of others. It knows that good manners are nothing more than a series of petty sacrifices. Class bespeaks an, an, an aristocracy that has nothing to do with ancestry or money. The most affluent blue blood can be totally without class, while the descendant of the Welsh miner may ooze class from every pore. Class never tries to build itself up by tearing others down. Class is already up and need not strive to look better by making others look worse. Class can walk with kings and keep its virtue and talk with crowds 
and keep the common touch. Everyone is comfortable with a person who has claws because he is comfortable with him or herself. If you have claws, you don't need much of anything else. If you don't have it, no matter what else you have, it doesn't much, it doesn't make much difference. You guys are a bunch of classy characters. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, that was, that was a great final thought. I just wanted to say thank you for taking the time to share with us your passion, uh, you know, sharing with us your purpose. And uh, truly, you know, I say this, an icon and mentor in the profession, because anybody that, you know, still has that passion and fire after decades and still burning strong, you know, that, that, that needs to pass on to other people. And that's why we wanted you on here, Fred for um, number one, who you are, and number two, um, you know, how you're continually doing your best to move as many chiropractors in the profession forward as well as patients in your practice. So, you know, you were a big influence in my life and still are, and I appreciate that. Thanks, man. Appreciate All right, you guys. Any final thoughts, Joe? No, I've just been all this whole time listening to uh... – both you guys going, this has been the best uh, uh, podcast I think we've ever had. This is awesome. Thank you again, Fred, for joining, uh, mostly Fred and you, but I just sat back and just enjoyed this whole uh, conversation, so thanks again. Hey, thanks, well, thanks for your infinite wisdom, Fred. Thanks, Fred. All right, well, we'll see you around. I'm, you know, I'm sure okay. we're rubbing elbows around town, yeah. so to speak. Well, who's so, going to New Beginnings? Yeah, I'll see you there in, in next week. Yep. Yeah, next week. Okay, guys. All right, guys. All right, Have a great night. Yep. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay, bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. All right, bye.